Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. This is it. The party emerged from Death's Domain into the Valley of the Black Gate. There, they saw a sight too horrible to comprehend. Death, the giant skeletal god, with wings of bone and a maw of lava, leaning against the barrier, looking in. Cremora faltered for a moment, but pulled herself together to fight yet another agent of death. And she's gonna hold out a hand and try and let out one of those huge blasts of darkness across the party. What are y'all doing? I want to try and run up and basically hold her hand to my chest. (gasps) I want to try and do a defend. Holy shit, Patsy. Roll constitution. I'm here for it. Minus one, because it's the minus one forward. That minus one turned a ten into a nine. Oh, wow. Patsy charges in just as this blast starts to grow in power and takes Death's hand upon his chest. Patsy, can you please roll a d12 plus two damage? So that's 11 plus two. Oh my god. (laughs) Fuck. But I am going to use my indestructible hunger. Oh, this again? Last time you did this, you took weed. <laughs> <laughs> so when you take damage, you can choose to take a minus one ongoing until you sate one of your appetites instead of taking the damage. This is the second time you've done this. You just feed on this darkness. It doesn't hurt your body. It just more leaves a, a void in your mind, in your spirit. And you're hungry. Hungry for riches and property and whatever the other thing you're hungry for is. (laughs) (laughs) Mortal pleasures? Mortal pleasures. There was, everyone was expecting Patsy to die or something, and stage just very hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Fate worse than death, really. (laughs) The munchies. While she's stunned about the fact that Patsy hasn't died yet, Jolene sneaks up and stabs her. Roll backstab. Five plus three, which is an eight. So I am going to choose to deal my damage plus a d6. Thirteen plus six, nineteen. <laughs> I mean, they only have eighteen health, so this seems excessive. <laughs> she was on six! <laughs> yeah, she bursts into dust. And now it feels like you have a clear run to the gate, but you're not so sure because you didn't see where that last one came from. And you're just, you're worried. I pat Patsy on the elbow and say, remind me to buy a drink after this. That'd be good. Uh, I think that is in my list of uh, things that would help me out right now. I'm just going to turn back to Kimura. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I don't see how that matters. Let's go. I'm just going to walk forward with her, but keep hold of her hand if she lets me. So y'all are just walking forward. As you start to walk in, you can start to actually see this sort of ghostly procession happening of people walking in chains towards the Black Gate and these spectral guards standing beside them. But that world, 
of ghosts walking into the black gate seems completely unbothered by your presence. So you keep taking these slow steps forward, and I'd say you get within 50 metres of the black gate when the next two agents of death appear, ready to attack. And they do just appear. These ones seem to be using some sort of invisibility. And two blasts of magical energy whiz at... Uh, who's leading them? Who's at the front? Uh, I imagine Patsy would be one of them. Yeah, I kind of think Nim and Patsy. Okay, one whizzes at each of you. I will try to dodge. Is there anything, like, around us, or is it just, like... There's no major structures other than the gate that you're near. Mm, are there any, um, like, dead branches and stuff on the ground? Yeah, there'd be a dead branch or something, yeah. Can I try and, like, block it with a branch? Because if I try and dodge, I'm holding Cremora's hand. I imagine she's kind of, like, behind it to the side of me, so I don't want to dodge and have it hit her. Okay, so you let go of Cremora's hand and sweep up a branch. Yeah. Instead, can I get you both to roll dexterity, then? I got a five. Got a six. Fuck. You both also get to experience being whacked straight in the body with the dark energy. That's a d12 plus two for both of yous. How much health are you on? You're not on a lot of health. You could die. Nime could die on this roll. I just want everyone to know that Nim could die. She's trying to pick which dice is the best one to roll to not die. Eight or higher, she dies. That was a four. Plus two. Six damage. Six damage. Fuck my life. Nim is on two health. And how are you going, Patsy? I luckily rolled a two. Plus two is four. So I I am still healthy. (sighs) You're so close to the gate, 50 metres away, but these agents are now attacking you. Kimura and Jolene, your friends have just been hit again. What are you two doing? I'm going to return fire. Emphasis on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not good. Um... It's a six. Oh no. <laughs> you hold out your hand, you go to cast this fireball, and once again in this kind of dead voice, one of the agents says, We know your tricks. Kramora, could I please get you to take your own 2d6 damage as you kind of self combust? <laughs> oh, fantastic. Now's the time I roll really well. I get a 10. This is fucking brutal. Jolene, she's just gone to hell. It seemed to be going fine, but there's just been this huge series of catastrophes around you, and you seem to be the only one, as always, unaffected. What are you doing? Uh, I guess since all of that happened, she's going to hide in her invisibility cloak? Jolene disappears. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) True friendship. (laughs) I would like to do something stupid. Yeah, you generally do. <laughs> Nim looks back, sees all three of her friends, sees Cremora on the ground, feels the two out of 22 within herself, <laughs> and she would like to call for Tweed? Call for Tweed? Good fucking luck! <laughs> Alright, do you um, have a move for this? I'm gonna use my capstone. So after taking this hit, she's just gotta stand up slowly and go... <sighs> Clearly, we can't hurt you by playing by the rules. And even though it pains me to do this, we need help from someone on your side. Tweed, 
as vessel of Ursa of the running stream, I ask for your aid. You're gonna have to roll that real hard. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's a double six. Nice! Yes. For a moment, you are looking beyond what is there and looking at what could be. And you see, once again, the stone face of Tweed looking over you warmly. Ursa? Or Nime? I've never seen one draw so close to their animal spirit before. Oh my god, it worked. Hi. What an impressive stunt you have done. What do you need from me? I need... I need the power of the elements back. This isn't going to work. We can't face them all head on like this. It's not going to work, and it has to work. You know, I do not want to be a part of this battle. I don't want you to be a part of this battle either, but people are dying, and if we don't do this... You can't sit around and do nothing while this is happening. I haven't done nothing. I have made a refuge. For a select number. This is going to infect the entire surface world. And for all I know, it could affect your people underground eventually. It won't stop just because you've run away from it. Tweed, I am asking you not as a god, but as someone who has responsibility to others. Please help. I think she looks troubled. Concern is etched into her stone face. I don't know what's right anymore. I just wish not to be involved anymore. I want peace and rest, but it seems your battle could bring me rest. Very well, Nime. I grant you access to the elements. Divine intervention! Actual goddamn divine intervention to make this happen. Back to real time! Nime, you feel power coursing through you. You feel wind at your arm. Yes, okay, and I would like to use my elemental mastery to whip up the dust and basically obscure all visibility so that we can get to the gate. All right, roll elemental mastery. Seven. On a seven to nine, choose one. The effect you desire comes to pass. You avoid paying nature's price. You retain control. I would like the effect I desire to come to pass. It seems pretty clutch. This twister whips up behind you using all of the dust that sits in this long valley. And it comes over and covers everyone in this obscuring sand that hides everything. What you don't have control of, though, is that now you and your party can't see either. Everyone is cut off. 
The second thing is you can feel that Tweed has taken a price. Until you give up your elemental mastery powers again, you will be dealing 1d4 less damage whenever you deal damage. You are becoming a pacifist. (laughs) Not by choice. (laughs) For the rest of the party, there's sand everywhere. It's gritty and it gets and stuff. And you can't see shit. There are two agents of death somewhere. There's a giant gate somewhere. There's a lot of sand everywhere. Okay, um, that's helpful, I suppose. We need to start pushing forward. We need to start pushing forward towards the gate. All right, everyone single file behind me. So, Patsy, can you roll wisdom to navigate through the sand? Oh, boy. (laughs) Yes. I currently have a minus one because of the ongoing effect, but I rolled 11. Yes! (laughs) Nice! Patsy, you remember the direction and you feel so certain about this and so you just walk forward and walk forward and your hand touches something cold. Your hand touches the black gate. Are we there yet? Uh, wait, no, I'm the one leading. We are there yet. I'll look forward at Patsy and say... You see sand. I'll see sand. I'll look in the direction of Patsy and say, Well, I guess it's time to gate crash. I still have magic killer poison. It's my last vial. I make a weak spot and then you guys hit it really hard and we'll all hit it really hard, maybe? I think that's a good idea. I think we should choose our spot wisely. I mean, how do you break a door? You kick it right on the hinge. Exactly! Also, you're all saying this while you hear the... So just imagine that in the background while you're talking. <laughs> Love that folly. So really, we're talking like this the whole time. Just imagine that, listeners. Hang on. <laughs> Perfect. Where's the closest hinge? You follow the door along with your hands, each of you now touching this cold metal, using it as your... Anchor. Kill me. Until you reach the hinge of the door, which you can feel is like this big metal protrusion. All right. And she pulls out the magic killer poison and starts pouring it on the hinge. You pour that bad boy right on that heckin' hinge. And you can see once again the metal sort of warp and go from this deep black to almost this still very dull spectrum of colours like a rainbow. Someone hit the door! Okay, hit the door! door. (laughs) Nime, roll a hack and slash. Twelve. Okay, roll your damage against the door, but do deduct a d4, which sucks. Uh, Five minus three is two. Two damage to the door! You don't do anything to the door! Fuck! Jolene, I heard you were going to hit the door next. Yeah, I'm going to hit the door. Okay, how do you hit the door? i got to stab it. <laughs> right. Stab that door. Uh, that's a... This is just five plus three, which is eight. Fucking deal your damage to that door. Okay. 
That's nine damage. Nine damage. All right. You get the first blood on this fucking door. It doesn't have any blood because it's a door, but you do sure stab that door good. Does anyone else want to hit the door before we move on to the consequences? I want to hit a door. <laughs> yes, Patsy. Yes. <laughs> Two sixes. Yes. Yes. yes we fucking hit the door though. <laughs> Deal your goddamn damage to the door. And I get smash. Yes! Nice! Six points of damage. Alright, what do you take from the door? The door. Ah. <laughs> Alright, it's no longer a door. <laughs> it's a jar. It's from a jar! <laughs> uh, but for real, you leave a big old dent in the door. And now it's got less armor. Everyone stand back, I'm gonna fireball the door. <laughs> Yeah, that's a seven. I'm going to put myself in danger, which feels redundant because I think Sammy's already got that covered. How much damage do you deal to my fucking door? Ideal. Six damage to your door, but it ignores armor. This fire unleashes and um turns some of the sand into glass. And now there's shards of fucking glass just like rushing around in this sandstorm. My bad. Uh-oh. I don't know that you can really roll to avoid glass. Can you just like take one damage for me? Okay. Look, y'all are having a great time. You're wailing on this fucking door, and it's going well. This black gate is taking substantial damage. Now, yes, now there is glass in the air, and you're sure that can't have good long-term ramifications for your lungs, but you're all feeling chirpy. But as the dust starts to settle, four agents of death are standing behind you, and one of them raises their hand and clicks their finger. And the final ghost zone of this goddamn podcast begins. The sky above you peels away and goes from a beautiful blue day to this mottled black and red and purple. The black gate seems to almost drift backwards and you say it goes past the barrier but you're in a ghost zone now there is no barrier and you see again that huge skeletal death standing there and the black gate drifts back into the rib cage of death Cremora it dawns on you now anchors allow gods to have influence in the realm that they're in But a ghost zone is nothing but influence. And so, when the Black Gate is in a ghost zone, death may as well be here. Oh no. I'm on one health. Oh no! You're on one? I'm on one health in death's domain. Chug that potion. Oh yeah, you still got one potion. I'm gonna do that if everyone's cool. Yeah. Yeah, please do. do Okay, I chugged a potion. Like, like, like it's a big bottle of alcohol. It just, this happens and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Death sweeps its hand past where the barrier should be and just kind of goes to pick you all up in one scoop. What's everyone doing? Uh, running? Yeah, running away. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense to me. Wait, Nime's not running. Uh-oh. <laughs> Some of us start running and then realize Nim's not coming with us. I go, Nim, no! I'd like to use my elemental mastery. Once this hand slams on the ground, 
to make the earth like come over it and pin it. Whoa. So for all the people who are running right now, can I get you to roll the Dexies? I have an eight. Just barely over the line. I rolled a six. I've got a minus one because of the debuff, a plus one because of my buff, and then a plus one to deck. So I just got over the line with a seven, which isn't great, but it's not bad. I got a four. Oh, Fuck. God. Patsy and Jolene. You're running away and you kind of dive out of the way, but each of you kind of actually get caught in the arms of a death's agent. And these death agents, you can see, they've been working out. <laughs> oh no, this is where the buff ones were. Shit. <laughs> um, so each of you gets sort of caught in the arms of a death's agent and they very quickly bring a knife to your throats. So that's not great. So for the other two of you, this hand is coming down. This The biggest hand you've ever seen. It's just terrifying. And you thought at first it was trying to slam you, but it's really trying to pick you both up. And as it comes close, Nime, you channel the power of Tweed and wrap this earth around its wrist. I'm going to need to get a wisdom roll from Ursula. Nine. I think I retain control. Okay, so the effect you desire might not come to pass, though. Yeah. So, with that in mind, the hand comes down and picks you both up, Kimura and Neme, and starts dragging you back up into the air. Your earth keeps kind of forming and deforming and then forming again around the wrist, this bony wrist, but the strength of this hand is immense. Um, and you're being pulled up towards the dripping, lava-filled moor of death. Let's hop back to the two on the ground with knives at their throats. I want to try and bite through the knife. I'm sorry, what? You heard me. I am just gonna chomp through a knife. <laughs> Don't you have a move that literally just lets you do this as well? Oh! I'm gonna use that move, actually. I can take its ability to immediately break free of any physical or mental restraint. So what condition would you like to mark? Um... Oh my god, you could get the Joker scarred! <laughs> yeah, I- I'm gonna go with scarred. Oh my gosh. Okay, Patsy, you just fucking bite this dagger. <laughs> it pierces into both sides of your mouth, creating scars that look almost like a smile. And you just whip the knife out of this death's agent hand and uh, you're free. Jolene. Okay, gotta twist my way out of it. Can you give me a dex roll? Don't fuck me. Oh my god. Um, Eight. Jolene, you're trying to kind of slip out from the grasp of this agent. I think instead of getting stabbed in the throat, it just slices across your ear. Let's make that a D8 damage. Ow. <laughs> okay, so I have one extra armor, so that I only take one damage. Yeah! So Jolene's just got, like, a disattached ear, and you managed to slip out. Uh, and now you're kind of on the ground, kind of scuttling away. <laughs> so as the two of you kind of break free of your restraints, you do notice uh, your friends slowly being lifted towards a lava-filled mouth. I, I just want to throw the death agent into death's mouth. 
that's an incredibly far distance, but I guess we are in a ghost zone, so... Patsy's broken the ghost zone before. Belief makes it real. That's true. All right, Patsy, I think this is specifically a defy danger strength to use your will to be able to throw someone that fucking far. Okay. We're talking like hundreds of meters here. This is a huge thing. Probably won't get there with a seven, unfortunately. Ah. But at least it wasn't a failure. I think you throw her, and she is much further away, but then as she's flying towards this lava-filled moor, she just kind of stops. And now she's just flying. And you do kind of regret reminding her of her power in this realm. (laughs) Shit. As the other agents of death also take flight. Speaking of things that are bad, back to the people trapped in the hand. I'd like to do something stupid. Through the panic, realizing, oh, yeah, this is a ghost zone. I want to try and basically reinforce the chains of earth so they come together and crush the wrist. Yes. Closes her eyes, reaches out with one hand, imagines the bones in the wrist shattering and just clenches her fist. That's an eight. This grip of the stone grows incredibly tight around the hand, but death opens its hand and uses the momentum to simply fling you both into the air towards the mouth. So now you're both in freefall towards this lava. Very deadly, boily, hardy lava. As we're falling, I'm going to turn into a wind elemental and catch Karora, and if not get us both to the ground safely, then at the very least get us falling not into the lava. Roll for windy, boy. Oh my god. That's a ten. You turn into an air elemental, you catch Kremora in your wind, and you're kind of bringing her down, but the yeeted agent of death blocks your path, her hands radiating with dark energy. Can I use another hold to just kind of like, like zigzag? Okay, you'd like to like zigzag past her, yeah. So every time she kind of reaches to touch, she zip the other way and then reaches back to touch that way and just kind of like zigzag down. Okay, second hold is used to just kind of play tag for a while, and you get past her, and you do manage to just get to the ground. Four agents of death, all of which have taken flight at different points in the air, each with dark hands pulsing with energy. Who looks the most hurt? I'm on 16. I have less than that. Okay, I'm going to hand Cremora the... Half potion. No, you gave... Oh, fuck, Jolene. I gave it to Jolene. <gasps> no. No, the... you're out of potions. Not out of too potions. late. No retconning. No retconning. Oh, shit. You, you out of potions. I'm out of potions. And Death's hand comes back for another fucking sweep. Okay. Actually, Death now does almost like a clap, bringing both hands in to kind of sweep you up into a little pile. I want to try and run in and hold each hand, trying to hold it at bay as it tries to clap the people up. As he's running away, I'm going to throw one of my potions onto Patsy. So he has a plus one forward to any strength, dex, or con roll. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Ten. Yeah, just got him. Just got him. That plus one literally did it for me. Excellent. Holy shit. Thank you, Jolene. The hands come in. 
Patsy, you stick out your hands either side, and this is literally a feat of godly strength to hold these hands back. But you're doing it, and it's taking so much from you. You are sweating. You just feel awful, and you're also kind of just stuck here for the moment, but it gives the rest of the party this golden opportunity. There are these agents of death all through the sky, but there is, at the same time, there in the ribs, your target. Now, admittedly, there is a fair gap where there isn't ground to get to the ribs. What are you doing? You need to bring this home. I'm going to use Patsy as a springboard, clamber up over his shoulders and jump onto Death's hand and start running up the arm. Can you roll me a Defy Danger Dexterity? Oh my god! I rolled snake eyes! Fuck me! Far out! Jolene, this seems like an amazing opportunity. You get onto the hand, you start running, and you are just swept off the side by an agent of death. Can you please take a d12 plus two damage? Oh my god. That's a six plus two, so that's eight. And Jolene, you are falling into the void. Can I just do the stunt and just stop Jolene from falling? Oh, yeah. I just need to convince the air that actually, no, Jolene can't fall through you. Okay, Kremora, try and convince the air that it's not air. Roll intelligence. Seven. You're feeling it harder and harder to manipulate this ghost zone because these agents are actively working against you somewhat. And so I think Jolene stops falling and then sort of falls the other way and and she lands back on the skeleton, but on the wrong side of the arm. Jolene, you are experiencing reverse gravity. Ah! Sweet. (laughs) This is the opposite of a problem. (laughs) Jolene, would you like to continue your trek now, but in Bizarro Land? Yep. Roll that dex again. Okay, that's better. Oh my god. I rolled a 13. Okay, a 13! Yes! Shit, yes! This isn't a consequence, this is an advantage! And Jolene, before you know it, you are standing on the bottom of a rip looking in at the black gate. I am gonna volley at it. Chuck a knife! This could be the moment, y'all. That's an 8 plus 3, so that's 11. Okay, roll your damage. Oh, sweet. Uh, That is 6 plus 2, which is 8 plus 2, which is 10. 10 damage. You all would not believe me if I told you this gate is on one health. (laughs) Oh my god! My life! Oh my golly. Jolene, you hit it with this dagger. You have done so well. The hinge is, like, shaking at this point, like like it's about to come off. And then you find your gravity change again, and now you're going sideways, and you're just pulled away, away from the battle. You watch yourself go over your friends, past the agents of death, and you are just yeeted in a random direction. <laughs> and then one of the agents says... She is too much to deal with right now. (laughs) The agent named Sammy? (laughs) Indeed. Jolene once again, the biggest threat on the battlefield. But it's so close. You can feel victory is within your grasp. 
I'm gonna turn to Kimura and I'm gonna say, this is your victory. And I'm just gonna grab her around the waist and lift her up so that she has eyeline on the gate so she can hit it with a spell. I mean, I don't think there's any other way to finish this other than with our old friend, the Cremora special. Okay, come on. Um, so if I said I got snake eyes... Oh, no! Do you have this clear shot? But what you lost sight of was the agents of death. And at the last moment, all four of them that have been flying around sort of cluster over these closed hands they seal in the area that you are in and the fire leaves your hand and you fireball everyone. Except Jolene. Bye! You fireball Patsy, you fireball Nim, you fireball yourself and you fireball these agents of death. Come on, come on, give me snake eyes again. Now is the time for snake eyes. It's not quite snake eyes. It's five. Oh, jeez. It's all good. We're good. We're good. It gets very bright and then very dark as you're kind of closed in this little sealed off area with these agents of death overhead, these hands either side of you, and Patsy's still just straining. What I want to do, doing what every great stage performer does and asks uh, the attendants to put their hands in the air like they just don't care and then to clap along with the beat. I want to get death to clap the death's agents above us. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. To fight Angel's strength. Can I aid or interfere? When I realize what Patsy's doing, as the hands go up, just manipulate the air currents in the ghost zone and just slam them together. Eight. So that's a plus one for Patsy. Nine. I got nine. Nine? I mean, it's good, but it's not amazing, is it? I think it works to an extent in that they are captured in this, but I don't think you quite get them up high enough. And so you are all captured in the grasp. You all get picked up in the hands and you're being raised quite quickly and I think the agents of death in the hands just start laughing don't you see we're all going to the same place in the end aren't we when you're mortal all you're doing is running um I ignore her and I turn to Kamora (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time for her shit I turn to Kamora and Patsy I can try and get out of here I can do it, but I'd leave you behind. That's fine. Go. Just save the day. I love you. Go. I love you too. And I kiss her, and then I turn into a wind elemental, swoop between the fingers, and then as I'm going through the air, start rotating and coalescing water, which turns to ice. And then I have a little blade, which I want to hit right on the hinge. Okay, so first that's going to be wisdom to turn into the elementals. Come on. Seven, eight, nine. So you slip out. Is that one hold? Yeah. And with your second hold, you launch yourself at it. Can I get a hack and slash? Yeah! 10, 13. Would you like to take an attack in order to deal an extra... Yes! Six damage. All right. Deal your damage. 10 minus 2 is 8. 8 damage? 8 damage. Jolene. Yeah? 
you have been whizzing away, far, far away, feeling kind of hopeless as you just kind of drift through the void, just kind of waiting. (laughs) (laughs) Jolene has been ejected. Patsy and Cremora, Nime has just left you. Not to die, but maybe. And the hand that you're in starts opening up and you can feel the heat and you can see the brightness of this lava and an absolution coming towards you as you fall. And then it all stops. Nime bursts through the hinge of the black gate spinning back into her human form just as she pierces from one side of it to the other. And the hinge shudders, and then the metal of the gate falls away. And as it does, everything starts shaking. The image of death starts crumbling into dust. The agents of death shudder and shriek, and this ghost zone is collapsing. The image around you of this ghost zone starts peeling away. The sky shreds into streaks of blue and then eventually returns to a normal clear sky. Where you were past where the barrier should be, you now kind of feel your perspective warping back so that you are instead standing at the very edge of where the barrier is. And the barrier is back now. On the other side of it, you can see death screaming and pounding, but no sound comes through. Jolene, (laughs) you kind of just fall on top of the roof of the house. Did we do it? Did we do it? Did we do it? Did we do it? Seeing death hitting the barrier, Grimora just flips death off. (laughs) (laughs) Nim's suddenly remembering that she doesn't know whether she made it in time for the others, like, suddenly sips up and is like, oh my god, and whirls around. You're still here! You're alive! You're alive! She's gonna run up and hug them both. Where's Jolene? It's just very distantly. I think I broke my spleen. (laughs) Oh my god. And I would like to turn into a wind elemental and fly around and see if I can see her. She's on the roof. Oh, I'm gonna land on the roof. Jolene! Hi, Nim! You're okay! That was really fun. Fun? Yeah, I went flying. Gravity got all weird. I'm so glad you're okay! I'm just really glad that I didn't die. I fly Jolene. Back to the other two, so we're all together again. Whee! Does that mean that it's done? That your contract is done? And as you think about it, you can feel a heaviness that has been sitting on you, Kimura and Nime. A heaviness that is no longer there. And I think as you all stand trying to let this moment sink in, one of the nearby messengers is crumbling near you. Do you really believe in my creation? In life? It seems like we believe in it more than you do. <laughs> and as she coughs, dust comes out. You can't create something. Give it 
free will and autonomy and self-direction and think you know everything it's going to do and control everything it does. It's all too late for me. In death, I become meaningless. There is a sigil in the ward room. It will take you to Molten Gorge. Why help us now? Maybe, just maybe, there can still be something left of me in the world. And she crumbles away. Well, there goes my plan of doing it. I was going to be like, oh, if it was me, oh, how do we get back to Molten Gorge? And I was going, haha, no, magical resonance with where the thing's going to fall. I can do a ritual and teleport us all there. But no, obviously, she gets the last word on that. Wonderful. <laughs> Are you salty that you don't get to do magic? No. <laughs> Maybe. Nim <laughs> starts laughing so hard she cries. <laughs> I think Grimora does as well. You. Ridiculous, amazing wizard! I have one more thing I need to do. Give me two seconds. And she's gonna go and walk and sit down in front of the door, close her eyes, and reach out to Tweed and relinquish her control of the elements. You don't hear her voice this time, you just feel the power softly and kindly slip away. Thank you, Tweed. I won't forget what you said. And then she's gonna get up and go back to her friends and everyone's gonna be happy and alive! Dot dot dot! It's the end of the end of the world. And the beginning of the end of the world. Thanks for listening, and for the wonderful support of our community. We couldn't be more glad to be finishing out the year with this episode. But we're not done yet. The sign in the sky is still falling, and our adventurers need to decide what to do. How can they face such power? And how can they use it? Till next time. Bye!